I was thinking that you could have this activist fund or basically like a research arm where you research different cryptos, protocols, um, and like a DeFi project in a DAO, like Uniswap. And you say, look, um, Uniswap, the Uni token was, is a security and they're breaking securities laws. Um, here's all the reasons why. And you basically say, hey, look, you should actually buy this Uni token. Why? Because if it goes up, you profit. If it goes down, you sue Uniswap Labs uh, for losses, for, for breaking the law and for failure to disclose risks and for failure to register as a security um, for their token. And, you know, Uniswap Labs is backed by all kinds of VCs. Um, so let's just say they have a lot of money. Uh, so, you know, the idea would be to um, basically target a certain project that's vulnerable based off of laws. You know, not only is Uniswap breaking securities laws, but they're also breaking money transmission laws, BSA laws. Um, uh, let's see, they're also breaking something else. Securities laws, money transmission laws. Oh, I can't think of it right now. Uh, but yeah, so a project with basic. So I was thinking about, this is how I thought about Herbalife today. I was thinking about an activist investor. I was thinking about like Bill Ackman versus Carl Icahn in Herbalife. And what what happened is he thought it was a Ponzi scheme, Bill, like, Bill Ackman. And so he, he basically... Uh, did presentations on it, talked about it, I guess, tried to get people to put money with him so that he could short it. So he wanted to put all this, this bad information about Herbalife, but, you know, true information uh, out there so that people would flock to him and get on his trade, right? Or, or uh, give him money to, to short or something. I don't know. That's what I'm just assuming. Uh, so this is what activist investors do. So you could have an activist investor person who is in crypto, who basically puts all, all this bad information about Uniswap or, or whatever project and how they're clearly breaking all these laws uh, and it's a trade and that, hey, go buy this thing. And if you do, um, guess what? If you profit, great. Oh, so you kind of encourage them to buy it, although you can't really say, hey, go buy this thing because you don't want to be liable. But you could say, hey, look, we're going to go buy it because we think that if it's a if, it, if we can make money, great. If we can't, then we're going to go sue the company based off of these uh, these vulnerable um, vulnerabilities that they have. They're breaking all these rules and laws. Now, that's not really thinking about the cost of lawsuits and, and can you really get back everything that you um, lost. But this is this is kind of, I'm thinking about this kind of like between a Bill Ackman type activist investor and a patent troll. A patent troll buys up patents just to go and sue people who are using them and extracts money from them. Now, patent trolls get a really bad rap, and I'm not going to defend them, but I am going to say there's a reason why they exist, and they do provide somewhat of a service, and that is clarifying the law around these patents. Now, if you don't like the patent law, go, go, to, go, go to Congress and get them to repeal it. 
But while it exists, the, these patents that are bought, these are intellectual property, and they they are enforced in a court of law. And they are the only way that you can figure out if someone's breaking your patent is to argue the case, right? Argue each side has to argue the case. Now, if you think this is like a waste of resources, fine. Um, you can go argue this to your senator, uh, but I think there are benefits to patent trolls, um, and this is one of them. I mean, it's a way to make money. It's a way to enforce your intellectual property rights, and a way. It's also a way if you bring a lawsuit to clarify the law on what is in this patent and what's not. So it actually helps clarify what what it is that you own. So I'm thinking about a pat a. a this applied to the crypto industry and DeFi in particular, but instead of bringing a patent case, they're not breaking patent law, unless you can find one that they are, uh, but the, they're breaking just securities laws, they're breaking money transmission laws, um, they're breaking all kinds of laws. <laughs> uh, so, um, So these are laws that can be enforced, right? These are laws like a patent, um, like patent infringement. This is a law that can be enforced. Now, this is a criminal. These are criminal, right? I mean, money transmission, selling securities. But if you buy a security that isn't registered, you can also sue them privately. You can sue them civilly. So p private people can't go after them, right, for criminal. The government has to do that. And the government might be in bed with these people. Um, they're not really enforcing the laws, but you can still go after them privately. You can bring it to the attention of the feds. So an activist crypto fund can research fund can target vulnerable projects that are clearly breaking laws and that are quite profitable. So they'd know they'd be able to pay out and you can say, Hey, look, all you have to do is go buy this uni token. If it goes up, great. If you happen to lose money on it, you can sue them. Um, and for all of these, and you sue them for all of these rules, they're breaking the law, et cetera, and their activities were harmful and they caused you a loss. Um, you have to, I think you have to have some kind of damage to prove to the court that like why you're suing them. So, um, I guess they can't just be breaking the law. They have to like be actually harming you as well. But I think like Uniswap is a clear um, clear target. So is Dapper Labs. They're they're a clear target for selling unregistered securities. Um, you know, these are the NBA NFT top shot things that uh, night and day. It's clear these are securities. And you know what you can do is say, hey, look, you sold me this NFT for like three million dollars. If I don't, if I can't turn around and sell it for four million dollars, I'm going to sue you. And you can pretty much claim this with almost any NFT, although they're not all alike. Some of, some of them look more like securities than others. And you might say, well, this is a non-fungible thing. How can you like tell all, everyone to buy the same NFT? Well, you can't. But the thing is, is that basically, structurally speaking, a Dapper Labs NFT top shot is the same NFT. So even though there's only one of them or, or collection, you can actually do this across all their products because they're probably all structured the same way. So it ends up being something kind of fungible that you can say, okay, go buy all these NFT top shots. Different people can go buy different ones. And they're all, they're basically all securities uh, because they're all structured the same way. And I've talked about Dapper Labs before being um, selling unregistered securities in their initial lawsuit. 
um, on a different podcast on my anchor podcast last summer. Uh, and they are uh, night and day. Like these, these things are definitely, <laughs> definitely securities. Um, but you can make a lot of money. Like you could, I mean, these things, some of them are going for like millions of dollars and you could say, look, you sold me this thing for like 3 million. If I can't make a profit off this, I'm turning around and suing you, you know, for selling me an unregistered security, a lot of, you know, so there's all kinds of vulnerable projects and there's all kinds of people that are in the, in the crypto world who have made a lot of money, who have made a lot of money. That's key. And they can be sued. Right. And they'll either settle Right. Or I guess you can take them all the way if you um, have the funds. Uh, but the point is, is that the most these 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 people are extremely vulnerable because they've broken the law and not just any law. They break they've broken criminal law. Right. I guess civil law is something in a contract. You think of something in a contract between two people, um, but they've broken like a criminal law on the books because they think the rules don't apply to them. Well, guess what? The rules do apply to the, to these people. And they've been obscuring and obscuring what it is they're doing from regulators. They've also, you know, paid regulators to just go away, you know, probably bribe them. You know, regulatory capture, I guess is a thing everywhere, but it's really, really bad in crypto. Uh, uh, but you know, they can't, they can't buy every regulator. I mean, there's, how many states, right? And if you happen to buy their product and you're in a state that isn't favorable to their industry or hasn't been bought off or, or, or they're starting to get political, so, you know, a political candidate that's running up against some crypto guy, right, will, will for sure jump at this opportunity to, to help win them political points because their opponent is coming out in favor of this stuff and then also help you win your lawsuit, um, and just a word of caution, all the crypto people that are in the crypto lawyer people right now, they're working for this industry. They're coming up with arguments to protect the industry. Now, it's this, this little research activist patent troll crypto fund that I'm thinking of is a way to ride the momentum up too, Right. So it's kind of the win-win, right? You ride it up, you ride this bubble up and you buy all their, their crap that they're trying to sell us, uni tokens or whatever, but you, you're very specific in who you target and you, and if you lose money, if you happen to lose money on when you're buying these, these projects, these tokens, um, you can then have ammunition to then go use that against this company and sue them in a court of law, you know? And hopefully recoup your your losses and, and also punish the industry. And I would think that an activist arm like this might make friends with some projects that don't want to be targeted. And they might say, hey, look, we'll, we'll even pay you not to look at us. I mean, maybe that happens in the investment world. I'm not sure. Uh, probably, you know. Uh, but, but hey, you know, it's... it's um, this is how the world works, I guess. You know, it's sad, but I guess it's true. You just take bribes. <laughs> um, even politicians are taking bribes. What do you think regulatory capture is? You know, they're being promised cushy sector jobs, private sector jobs after they come out of uh, out of um, doing regulatory stuff. 